studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. John's Joints, where John busts out the dank, passes them around. We all partake and expand our minds a little bit. I'll play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath John's Joints. But first, John's going to tell you how you can throw those glasses in the garbage and forget about those annoying contact lenses. John... John's Joints being brought to you by Uptograph Laser Vision. We are so lucky to have the goat of LASIK right in our backyard. Dr. Uptograph, the first doctor ever to do LASIK in Asia, the third ever in the United States of America. And my experience with Uptograph Laser Vision was amazing. I was in and out in under four hours. A lot of that time just kind of being put at ease, being explained what to expect um, during the actual procedure which only took about 15 minutes. That was the time I was in the the LASIK suite. People always ask me, what is that like? What does that feel like? Does it hurt? And honestly, no. You see some some colors, and you can tell there's some pressure going on in your eye, but I did not experience any pain. They sent you home for a nice long nap, and when I woke up, I felt fine. I went on a road trip the next day, and I was seeing with better than 20-20 vision, no contacts, no glasses, and right now, up to graph laser vision wants to give you a thousand dollars off LASIK and the consultation is free. So give them a call 727-551 or book online at LASIK, the number four. Nope. 727-551-2020. That's the key part because you'll be seeing with 2020 vision. Get it? Or you can book online at LASIK, the number four, me.com. That's all the numbers, right? Yeah, you got them all. Okay, good. Oil prices have surged to a 14-year high, while gasoline prices jumped past $4 a gallon to near a national record as the U.S. and its allies discuss potential restrictions on the purchase of oil from Russia after the country invaded Ukraine. Here's the interesting thing that, that, that I know there's a lot of nuanced details. If we haven't really restricted the purchase from Russia, why is it so hard for us to get why is it that much ex- more expensive? Great question. Uh, Russian oil has so far been spared Western sanctions, at least directly, in an effort to minimize economic fallout in the U.S. and Europe. <laughs> it's working. Uh, but the prospect of that changing briefly sent the price of crude oil and, glo- and the global benchmark above $130 per ba- barrel, its highest since 2008. Uh, I thought this was a really interesting question uh, asked to Jen Psaki a short time ago during her briefing, and I don't know exactly who this guy is, but it's not Peter Ducey. Not Ducey. It's not Ducey, All even right. though it is a little uh, zesty. Um, I thought it was an interesting setup for a question for the press secretary. Um, I want to read to you, if I could, Jen, uh, some comments from people we've met at gas stations today. <laughs> One woman saying, I just never imagined to see the cost of gas be this high. Another said, it's a huge stressor to my financial situation. A huge stressor. Kind of like something I've stressed about, like during the day, will I be able to afford gas? How much money do I have? What is the White House, what is the president's message to Americans who are going to the gas station today and seeing prices so high? Well, the president's message is that he's going to do everything we can 
everything he can to reduce the impact on the American people, including uh, the price of gas at the tank. What is also true is that because of the actions of President Putin, because he invaded a sovereign country, that created instability in the markets. That is something the president talked about even before uh, Russia and President Putin move forward with their actions. Uh, but we have already taken steps. The president has already taken steps. Historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, one that's done in a coordinated fashion. And clearly, we will continue to have conversations with large oil producers and suppliers around the world about how to mitigate the impact and and consider domestic options as well. You know, it's it, it, it's I think we're getting to the point to where we have to decide what kind of moral high ground do we want to stand on? Are we going to first and foremost look out for our own environment and not want to do any fracking and, and anything that, that could very well be detrimental to the environment and, and, and the ocean and a lot of different scenarios? Or... Are we willing to give up a little there? Or do we say we cannot depend on these terrible, immoral leaders from around the world that they're always going to do the right thing? Because what we're doing now is going and knocking on Venezuela's door, yeah. which which we're having to go back on sanctions that we already had on them because of the bad things they were doing to their people. Oh. So do we want our independence when it comes to when it comes to oil to be up to us? And there will be bad that comes out of it. Or is it any time, you know, a crazy leader around the country gets a hair up their ass to do something terrible to their people or invade a country? Are we willing to let uh, our dollars be affected directly by those decisions? It's, It's a neither one of them feels great. But but you do have to wonder which one is really worse in the scope of things because the world everything's getting more unstable. Right. But I think these pieces from around the world uh, will only continue to get more unstable. I don't think we can look at any one leader, definitely not Putin, and I don't think it's Venezuela either, to say, okay, we feel good depending on them for the next couple decades while we figure out how to have everything run off of a, you know battery power. I think most Americans would want whatever brings the price down the most at the uh, at the gas pump. As sad or as, as unfortunate as they may be regarding the environment. Well, in the midst of all of this, let's not forget Get what's most important in this country. Uh, that's finding companies that we can boycott and be mad about. And I've got a few for you. A number of Western companies with large physical footprints in Russia are facing increasing threats of boycotts unless they pull out of the country over the invasion of Ukraine. Uh, so far, the big ones, KFC, McDonald's, uh, Starbucks, uh, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi. Those are the uh, those are the big dogs uh, that are refusing to leave Russia. Mm. And, and, and you know, we touched on it earlier. I understand there are bigger things when it comes to the high dollar, rich ass people in Russia who are invested in these businesses, and you hope that you make them mad because then they'll maybe pressure Putin. Like if I can't get a Mickey D's. What the hell does oh. Vladimir Putin care? Like it may it may affect some version of his bottom line from his economy, but once you've gone insane enough to just start killing civilians in a neighboring country, like do you care whether or not your people get McDonald's? No, you don't. So I, I get I get the idea, and I'm sure there are elements of all of these things that affect and are directly tied to the Russian government. But so many of the things that have been pulled, or the companies that have decided we're not doing business there. 
they really are just hurting the people. And, and, and trust me, I don't think that the, the, the CEOs of Starbucks, McDonald's, KFC, Coke, and Pepsi are all going, we've got to just, we've got to protect the little man in Russia. We've got to make sure that the people can still get their Mickey D's. I know they just don't want to lose a buck, but... If people in Russia can still eat McDonald's, I'm not going to blame McDonald's for it personally. Nor am I, especially because those provide tons of jobs over there, yeah. too, so that people can provide for their families. That, that too. I was trying to remember, and I just couldn't. It feels like the story was like three or four years ago, but I swear it was in Florida where there was a neighborhood being taken over by wild turkeys. Do you remember that? No. I, I didn't remember the details. It was a long time ago, but I, I've, I've seen throughout my life that turkeys, specifically wild turkeys, can can become absolutely insane. And we got can, a bunch, we got a maraud of turkeys in my neighborhood. Did they, did they cause anybody trouble? Any, uh, anything ever pop up on the uh, uh, on the Facebook page uh, that anybody had to just like cool the turkeys are back? And my and they complain about everything in my neighborhood. Well, well th- these turkeys are not the kind that you want to just uh, oh. have have gallivanting about. A mail carrier in Sacramento uh, has been accused of going postal on a wild turkey. The bird apparently accosted the letter carrier Monday, prompting him to grab a pole or stick. It's it's not quite, you know, we don't have verified whether it was a pole or a stick from his vehicle and fatally beat the animal with it. That coming from the Sacramento Bee, uh, the incident has prompted a probe by California wildlife officials and the U.S. Postal Service in a statement that reads, we are currently launching a thorough investigation of that coming from the USPS spokesperson. Our employees have had several altercations with aggressive turkeys in the area, uh, including a recent attack on a letter carrier. Uh, we have been working with the Department of Fish and Wildlife now for months on end to try and mitigate the issue. However, this allegation is alarming and, if true, inexcusable and does not reflect efforts of our more than 650,000 employees who faithfully serve and deliver for America every day. Like, What does a turkey have to do? What, what line can a turkey cross for you to have to decide that that the turkey has to go uh, if it ate one of my pets. But I mean, there's not a level of aggression it could show you. I mean, if what if it's every day? How many days? How about yeah? Maybe that's the answer. How many days does a turkey have to attack you before on that day you decide that turkey has to go? Is it ten days? Is it twenty days? Probably between three and ten. Oh oh wow, that low. I mean, if it's an attacking me every day, the turkey's got to go. I mean, if it. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's attacking me. Uh, uh, the USPS has filed numerous complaints in the past about aggressive turkeys <laughs> that roam the Creekside neighborhood. Uh, biologists dispatched to the area in October observed four turkeys actively, um, aggressively going after ma- mail carriers when they got out of their truck. Uh, ha- agents have been unsuccessful in their attempt to capture the confrontational turkeys, uh, prompting postal carriers to defend themselves in a variety of ways including pepper spray, uh, swinging their bags, and uh, some have taken to uh, carrying sticks and or poles. I mean, if this is that long of a thing, I don't ever want to see an animal killed. But, like, if the government and nobody's going to step in, then eventually eventually the human has to fight back. Yeah. uh, Clay on Twitter just said, before you said mail carrier, I was going to say they attack letter carriers all the time, not me. I deliver on the beach. So I guess turkeys go after the mail carriers. It's a rafter of turkeys, by the way. I misspoke. Not a maraud Ooh, of a turkeys. Rafter. A rafter of turkeys. That's a group of turkeys. That's a fun, that's a fun name for a group. Of, yeah, yeah got a rafter. rafter after. I got a, I got a rafter after me. <laughs> Man, 
I don't know that much about the teacher, but damn, I feel like it'd be hard to get your ass kicked by a five-year-old. And oh, that's exactly yeah. what happened to this teacher. And I feel terrible about it. But we'll, either this is a jacked-up five-year-old or a, a dramatic a, teacher. A, a teacher that was already maybe on their last leg. Yeah. A teacher has been hospitalized after a five-year-old Pine Lakes Elementary School uh, student attacked her. According to the Pembroke Pines Police Department, uh, the student used fists and feet to hit his teacher shortly after 10 a.m. on Wednesday in the cool-down room after he and a four-year-old started to throw things around and flip chairs, according to an incident report. An officer responded to the classroom and found the teacher sitting on the ground against the wall. She was feeling faint, weak, and dazed before she started coughing and dry-heaving. Fire uh, rescue personnel used a stretcher to take the teacher out of the classroom and took her to Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood, Florida. Uh, the student is facing a charge of aggravated assault. Five-year-old. How does that work with a five-year-old? Man, I don't know. Five. How, what's the biggest five-year-old? There's no way a five-year-old six foot, right? No, six foot? Yeah. No, a five. I think you can't get a five-year-old over, over uh, four over, foot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, if 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 a well, here's 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 the hard question. Here's the here's the here's the real hard question that, yeah. we, that you have to ask. So if if there's a scenario unplaying or or folding out before your eyes where a five year old has the capability to put you in a hospital, I mean, let's pretend that 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 five year old is a turkey. Yeah. How 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 close to the hospital do you have to get before you start whooping that five year old's ass back? The minute I think the hospital might be a possibility. I mean, is it once you're on the ground and he's still pummeling you, you you you, uh, you fight back? Because if I've got even an inkling that this five year old's going to send me to the to the hospital, Oof. I'm going to start I'm going to start swinging. Same. Man, one five year old. That's. Kind of crazy. I need to see the five-year-old involved. I need to see the teacher involved. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm reading the uh, I'm reading the arrest report right now, and it doesn't seem to have an age of the uh, of the person. Because I guess you think nine out of ten times, like a five-year-old could beat beat an eighty-five-year-old's ass. Yeah, for sure. Because they're just quicker, right? And they can run around, and they got they got durability, stamina. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Yep. And you talk about avoiding a tragedy. We'd be having a very different conversation and probably a very different show today if this story had gone a different way. A Sarasota woman was arrested Sunday after she crashed into a state trooper's vehicle while under the influence, according to the highway, uh, the Florida Highway Patrol. Uh, trooper said Kristen K. Watts, she's 52, of Sarasota, drove her BMW north on I-275 at a high rate of speed when she approached a road closure that was put in place for the armed force. Forces Skyway 10K race on the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. Authorities said Watts went through several cones and around multiple barricades. Uh, in a statement, FHP said our concern and fear initially was that runners could have been impacted or injured by this woman. Two FWC officers and three FHP troopers were directly ordered to intervene as Watts sped closer to participants during Sunday's 10K race. FHP said Watts nearly crashed head-on with one of the trooper's vehicles. Both Watts and the trooper involved were seriously injured and subsequently hospitalized. 
While the crash was severe, I know the injured trooper who is currently receiving medical care um, is absolutely relieved to have been able to ensure the safety of hundreds of innocent people. Following the incident, Watts was charged with DUI, uh, two counts of reckless drive, uh, driving and damage to person or property. What time of day did this happen? This is like five, this is in the uh, this early is in the morning. morning hours? Yeah, this is in the morning hours. Jesus, man, Sunday morning, but not super early. I think I saw initially it was sometime after because uh, I think they were gathering out there pretty early. Yeah, it was sometime after six or seven. Should this charge be more? Uh, yes, yeah, because I mean it looks like they're just sticking with the two counts of reckless driving. But if if Murder. somehow they don't stop her, I mean imagine imagine the conversation we're having right now. If she gets it on gets onto the skyway and just starts heaving through human beings, uh, I, I do think the fact that it took a a police officer smashing into them to get them off the road. Maybe maybe there should be some thoughts of some worse charges for this person. I'll tell you what, man. This cop is a hero because if I have a gun and I see a lady bearing down on a barricade that's got hundreds of people behind it, I'm taking her out. Sometimes you just take for granted how wasted perp- people can be while driving. Because, yeah. I mean, to think of, of me personally in my own brain, the amount of... The, the level of waste that I would have to be to be driving through barricades that are there to stop you from running into a 10K race, to be able to do all of that and not realize what you're doing, it's uh, it's so scary to think how wasted some of these people are that get behind the wheel. This cop who stopped it is a, is a damn hero and, for protecting yeah. all those people. And luckily nobody died. I mean, if the person who was going to kill all those people would have died, I mean... Oh, my God. You know how Calvin Ridley got busted? He was in Florida, and he used the only gambling app legal in the state. The app notified a compliance company that the NFL hired called Genius for this very kind of thing. He bet on the Falcons, his own team. A contract worker assigned to be the spotter for heavy equipment coming in and out of a Polk County landfill was sadly uh, crushed by a bulldozer while using a porta potty. According to the Polk County Sheriff's Office, this story is is brutal. Deputies say a heavy equipment operator who was also a Serta Temp contract employee was operating a bulldozer at the landfill while Aaron Henderson, who was forty, was assigned as a spotter, meaning that he was tasked with being on the ground and providing traffic control. To incoming and outgoing dump trucks dumping trash within the landfill. Deputies say around 510, which is the end of a regular workday, the bulldozer driver began to drive his assigned bulldozer up an embankment towards a heavy equipment staging area to park his bulldozer for the end of the day. While doing so, the front blade of the bulldozer was elevated about three to four feet off the ground, and he couldn't see directly in front of him due to the blade obstructing view. Deputies say the driver went up the embankment towards the staging area. Uh, Once on level ground, he began to turn the bulldozer and heard a loud crumble. As he continued forward, he noticed he went over a porta potty, which he was unaware was near the staging area. According to investigators, he immediately exited the bulldozer and ran towards the porta potty to see if anybody was inside. Uh, That was at the time they found uh, Henderson unresponsive. that they called 911 immediately, and the man sadly uh, died at the scene. Can you think of a worse place to die than a porta potty? No, no. I mean, honestly, put those two factors together. Yeah, in a porta potty, run over by a, by bulldozer. a bulldozer. No, I don't oh, know that. Uh, I, I don't know that there is a uh, is a worse way to go. You know, thoughts with that guy's family because that is a uh, brutal. That's absolutely it's brutal to lose anybody anytime. But with all those uh, details around it, I. 
I think this is kind of funny. If you have a certain type of job, should you just never be able to make a joke or joke about what you're doing? Um, How about this? If you're an undertaker, if you work at a morgue, is that a place where you should never be able to joke around? You can joke around. I don't have too much of a problem with what this guy did. British guy, right? Yeah, a group of undertakers have been suspended after one of them hid inside a body bag and jumped out to frighten their colleague. Footage shows workers from the T. Crib and Sons funeral directors in London standing over what appears to be a corpse. As one of them unzips the bag, a colleague bursts out and sits up like a corpse being reanimated while screaming, causing the victim to jump backwards in shock. The video shot at one of the funeral homes in East London has split opinion with most people finding the prank funny, but some calling it disrespectful. John Harris, senior partner at uh, T Cribs and Sons, saw the video uh, over the weekend and confirmed he has suspended all of the staff members involved. Oh man. It's a joke that should have never happened or have been shared. I'm lost for words. If you're going to live in, if you're going to be entrenched in that realm, do you not have to have a, a, a little bit of a sense of humor? I mean, it's not, like if you start using dead bodies to, as part of your pranks, then I can imagine why it would be a problem. But I would think you got to keep it a little light and fun when your job is to, um, yeah, I think it's the getting it caught on video and sharing it thing. That's the problem. Well, that, yeah. The, okay. So you can mess around right. inside the, uh, you know, the, more, what do you call those places? Uh, uh, a funeral home? Yeah. I was thinking of a moratorium. Moratorium. I was yeah, going to say moratorium. It's not, though. That's not Mor- it. Mora. Is there, a, is there an M word? There are plenty of them. And the, the, I don't know if there's just been, if it's just me, cause they bother me so much, but anytime you're going back to back, uh, with, with weeks, with multiple stories of, of people using their, bodily functions to attack others. Mortuary. Uh, mortuary. There we go. Yeah, there sorry. we go. Sorry. I wanted to say mortician. Morti- yeah. yeah, either way. Uh, it's it's not good. But for unknown reasons, a Pinellas County man, he's 64 years old, he walked fully naked up the driveway of his next-door neighbor and proceeded uh, to drop a deuce atop a glass table on the victim's porch, according to police. Um the elderly man uh, was arrested Friday night for criminal mischief and booked into the county jail on a misdemeanor charge. Um, cops say uh, th- that he was captured uh, after relieving himself in broad daylight, uh, which was caught uh, two separate angles on the victim's home security cam. When officers arrived uh, at, at the Clearwater home, uh, the man was spoken to through the door of his camper, and he was still visibly naked and uh, highly uh, uncooperative uh, mm. bond on the criminal mischief rap is 250 but carlisle uh, the, the man remains behind bars uh, since he is already facing several other charges um from a, from an arrest in december aye, that's aye, aye. if you if you're going to the bathroom in places you shouldn't like there's a 98% posi- possibility that's a that's a mental health thing right correct like Maybe even ninety nine percent. I would I would go so far as say ninety nine point five percent. Yeah. I thought this was kind of exciting because you are, are you you seem like you'd play Wordle, but you don't. I don't. Yeah, but but I can see. You know, you like letters I like word and, games, and sure. word games and stuff yeah. like that. I don't feel the need to let the world know about it. There, there may be that came and went quickly, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. What the the people who share their yeah, oh, yeah. no not on my social media. Oh, is it an I don't mean this. There's a connection between the two. Is it an older person thing? Uh, no, no. It's just people who think that other people want to see their Wordle scores. Well, move over Wordle because huh? there may be a new sheriff in town. A oh. new app, which this is this is up your alley. And What's very it called? Much of mine. I'm going to download it tonight. An app called Hurdle 
has now been released. But instead of guessing five-letter words, players guess a daily song after listening to progressively longer snippets of the track. Wordle has recently taken the world by storm. The guessing game challenges players to guess a five-letter word. They have six uh, tries to get it right with the color of the tiles changing. Hurdle players listen to the intro of the song with incorrect or skipped guesses unlocking more of the song. The goal is to guess correctly in as few tries as possible so you can share your score and uh, put it on social media so everybody can see it. I pulled it up here. Do you want to oh, hear the, the first, first one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Listen to the intro, then find the correct artist and title okay. on the list. Oh, wait, so they give you multiple choice? I guess so. That's it. Uh, is that uh, uh, No Quarter by Led Zeppelin? I don't know. Is I it? thought there was multiple choice. There's no multiple choice. It just uh, gives me the... Uh, you said Led Zeppelin? Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I, was, I mean, that was like nothing. Led Zeppelin. Submit. You just no, guessed the artist? That's incorrect. Yeah. Oh, it's a newer song. Is it that Billie Eilish? Bad, bad, uh... Bad, bad guy? Bad guy. Submit. Nope, also not that. They're going to give us a little more of it now. Is that a real song? Yeah, we know it. Can, I, can we listen to that again, or is it every time you listen? Is it that cherry cola? My lovers, uh, my poom tastes like cherry, cherry that cola. Was Savage Garden? No, no, uh, it's uh, chicken cherry cola. My, my, no, no, it's my taste like cherry cola. And this is a newer song, or an yeah, older song? yeah. What's that girl's name? I don't know. I don't think I know it. Cherry cola. My. Poom. Because she's saying my mm-hmm tastes like... She, when you say my... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she means her... Mm-hmm. Oh, she says my... Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm tastes like cherry cola. But I, f- I forget her name. It's like uh, Camila Cabello or like uh, one of those. Camila Cabello, Havana. Well, what is this? Is this like the real game or is this... Yeah, like a this teaser? is Hurdle. I've now guessed incorrectly three times. Dude, what a terrible song. For yeah, it's a bad beginning. Because it's the beginning's all the same. I'm gonna say bad bunny. Uh no, there's no bad bunny there. Submit. Okay, now this is gonna give us even more of the song. This is terrible. There better be a better a better song tomorrow. You wanna give me an artist? I got no I have no clue. Uh I'm gonna go Ariana Grande. Uh, seven rings. Oh, that was it. I got it within 11 seconds. So is it all going to be brand new music? I hope really, not. I'm never playing it again if say, it's all that, new stuff. That really, it really, music is so broad that it really, if it's all going to be all new music, you pretty much are keeping majority of people out of it. Yeah. I didn't know that there were just uh, buses or transport vehicles driving around out there uh, with human remains in it, but I, I guess that's a thing. Human remains were stolen out of a medical truck used to transport body parts for medical research. In Denver's Central Park neighborhood, it's a family atmosphere, and there are a lot of families and kids getting off of the bus for the school and people out walking their dog. Um, but a man, probably not knowing what he was getting into, uh, broke into this vehicle stealing a box. Little did he know 
uh, and we don't know if he knows yet, uh, this box was full of human heads. Uh, Here is uh, one of the the workers uh, with the company that deals with the human heads talking about uh, the person who stole them. My wife actually does PhD research at the University of Colorado Anschutz. Cadavers are definitely utilized in certain situations, and I'm assuming that was probably the case. Yeah, maybe they were looking for something else to be in there. The surprise that must have been on their face when they found something they weren't expecting, having it be, you know, something of that magnitude, that's pretty terrifying. Dude, how bad would that be if you think you just stole a box from an Amazon truck and you get home and you open it, hoping there's a t- uh. hoping there's a TV or something you can sell and, and it's, it's heads? Because then what? You're now in the you're now in control of human heads. Right. So like what? Like that? What do you? Uh, what do you do once you have the human heads? I don't know. I I can't. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.